What's going on? My name is Lexi Bess, and you're listening to my podcast, The Lexi Bess Show, where I voice my conservative opinion because I can't do that usually on a daily basis because I'm a college conservative and people get hostile. story of the day is what in the world is going on in Deerfield, Illinois. So basically, a town in Illinois, Deerfield, just banned assault weapons. Assault weapons is the title on CNN. It's fine. Don't ask me if I'm bitter. So basically, the village of Deerfield in northern Illinois has passed a ban on assault weapons, but it affects much more than sales and manufacturing. If the 18,000 residents in this suburb do not forfeit or secure weapons that fall under the ban by June 13th. Guess how much they'll be charged? You'll never guess. I'll just go ahead and tell you. They will be charged between $200 to $1,000 a day as a penalty. So what do these guns include? These horrible assault weapons? It's semi-automatic weapons. That includes semi-automatic rifles, handguns, and shotguns. Now, apparently it's only supposed to be certain handguns and certain shotguns, but it's semi-automatic firearms. So, for those of you who are saying that the March for Our Lives isn't about them wanting to take away your guns, and it's not about them wanting to take away your rights, eh, that's wrong, because here is your first example. This should scare you. This should light you up. Nor Northerners, what are you doing? If you are passionate about your Second Amendment rights, you need to step up to the plate and voice your opinion, which we'll get to that later where man stepped up and had a gun speech that went viral and I was so proud of him. But basically, there is now going to be a lawsuit against Illinois over this new gun ban. And of course, the NRA uh, announced on Wednesday it would be supporting a lawsuit against the Deerfield, Illinois gun ban. This is so scary. This is frightening. This should make you angry and scared at the same time. Cities are doing this. They flat out said a semi-automatic firearm ban just because they have a low crime rate in that city. They think that they don't need the guns. Let me just remind you, your right to bear arms is not a privilege. It is a right. It is a constitutional right that guarantees the other amendments in the Constitution. Just a little reminder, because for some reason, we seem to forget that. So now I want to talk about a man who stepped up to the plate and is defending his right to bear arms. So this amazing man in North Carolina, in Greensboro, North Carolina, went to uh, the Greensboro City Council meeting where he had a four minute long speech about how his guns will not be taken away. He is a law abiding citizen and therefore, come hell or high water, citizens will keep his guns. Listen to it now. I've heard a whole lot of people in here talking tonight about this group and that group and domestic violence and blacks, these minorities and that minority. What I want to know is, when are you all going to start standing up for the majority? And here's who the majority is. I'm the majority. I'm a law-abiding citizen who's never shot anybody, never committed a serious crime, never committed a felony. I've never done anything like that. But it seems like every time we have one of these shootings, nobody wants to blame, put the blame where it goes, which is at the shooter's feet. You want to put it at my feet. You want to turn around and restrict my right 
constitutional right that's spelled out in black and white. You want to restrict my right to buy a firearm and protect myself from some of the very people you're talking about in here tonight. It's ridiculous. I don't think Rod Serling could come up with a better script. So one of the reasons that this man went to the city council building was that the city had decided, Greensboro, North Carolina, the city had decided that they wouldn't have a gun show. So when they said that they wouldn't have a gun show, it led to there being questions on taking away guns from law-abiding citizens, which is why he went to the city council meeting. He was on Fox and Friends the other morning. If you want to watch the whole interview, I can include it in the show notes, which I will. But basically, he said that our rights are the ones that are being taken away. That's the reason, and I quote, that's the reason why I came down here today. Gun show or no gun show, NRA or no NRA, I'm here to stand up for the law-abiding citizens of this community. Where are those law-abiding citizens in Illinois? Where, where are you? Where are you in Deerfield? Because right now it looks like you're all just sitting there on your hands doing nothing because you didn't stand up to fight for your constitutional right. Not until the last minute did a local gun rights organization named Guns Save Lives step up. Not until post. That's not that's not acceptable. You need to fight before, during, and after. This is a constant battle. March for Our Lives wasn't about wanting to take away your guns. I call BS. Sorry, but it's true. Towns are starting. And literally the entire reason that they introduced this in Deerfield, Illinois, was in reaction to the Parkland shooting. So don't tell me that it wasn't the fact that these students have spoken up and gotten in front of CNN and could be hired by CNN at any moment because they literally are the child, the perfect, the golden child of CNN. Don't even get me started on that. That's for another day. But don't tell me that these Parkland students who are voicing for gun laws to be more strict didn't encourage Deerfield, Illinois to step up and create this new assault weapons ban, as they're calling it. Don't tell me that these part these same students aren't celebrating right now over what Deerfield, Illinois just did. I won't believe you. That's some crap. Okay. The next thing that I really want to talk about are these red flag legislation that's being passed. So it's called red flag laws or extreme risk protection orders. And basically, it takes away due process. And I am shook that conservatives are getting on board with this, which is why I want to talk about it today, because I really think that it's not that conservatives are okay with it. I just don't think that conservatives are well educated in what these laws are. So I kind of I want to try my best to break it down for the listeners on this podcast and help them understand what exactly these red flag laws do. So basically, it's a suspension of the Second Amendment without due process, without probable cause, and at times without any crime at all. And it's taking away your guns. So basically, it's kind of like getting a restraining order. So the standard is some subjective determination about whether you represent some danger. So a crazy ex could come out and say, oh my gosh, he was so abusive. He was awful, blah, blah, blah. And in fact, that never happened. And I I won't talk about this now, but the amount of abuse cases from men and women 
mostly women, that aren't true, it's appalling, gross, and shocking. As someone who has experienced a type of abuse, whether through friends or through myself, I won't say, firsthand, women who come out and falsely accuse someone is disgusting. And I that's all I have to say. It's just it's appalling. But anyway, that's not, I just sidetracked. These red flag laws, it's basically a temporary restraining order that takes away your gun for 21 days. So when comparing these red flag laws to a restraining order, I just want to point out a story, the story way back when the woman in New Mexico who obtained a temporary restraining order against David Letterman because he was supposedly sending her secret code words over the airways. Um, so imagine since temporary restraining orders are that easy to obtain, what should we expect from the gun confiscation order designed to mirror them? Hmm? So I got a lot of this information from Brett Bart. Love me some Brett Bart. This should be considered concerning to you. This is literally suspending your constitutional rights because someone came out and said you did something. It skips due process. It skips everything and just go ahead and convicts you and the cops show up to take away your guns. I understand the logic behind this. I understand what they're trying to do here. They're trying to make sure Parkland doesn't happen again. But let me tell you something. With the Parkland shooter, there was enough evidence to arrest him and question him and psyche eval him and and understand that his guns should be taken away. There was actually legislation already intact in Florida. At the town hall meeting, Dana Lash talked about that. There's a difference between showing up to someone's house 20 to 30 times when you should have arrested him, psych evaled him, realized his guns should be taken away. There's a difference between that and straight up showing to someone's house, taking away their guns, all because their ex-girlfriend is mad at them because he broke up with them. Do you see the difference? Do you see the difference of a deranged family member who's angry at you walking up and saying, he's a crazy person with guns, go take his guns. And then the the next hour they show up at your door, the cops show up at your door to take away your guns. That's what's going to happen with these red flag laws. This is what happens when you don't get specific in legislation. And you, the listener, if you're passionate about your Second Amendment rights and you're passionate about gun rights, it is on you to hold your state legislators accountable. If I found out that Bob Corker, Lamar Alexander, if I found out that any of these people agree with this legislation, you better believe I may just drive up to their headquarters in Tennessee or fly out to D.C. because that is how passionate I am about my constitutional rights. No one will suspend my constitutional rights because they don't like me. No. You're confused. That will not be happening. So today I covered a lot. I covered Deerfield, Illinois. I covered the speech in North Carolina, and I touched a little bit on red flag laws. We may go more into depth into that topic at a later time, but I just wanted to thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, feel free to give it some stars and a review. You can find me on Twitter at LexiBess, on Instagram at LexiBess, and on Facebook where I post gun rights videos at official LexiBess. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you.